I'm sure you've probably heard this at least once that nothing has changed. Everything's still the same. I'm like, well, no, everything's changed. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I understand what you're trying to say. But yeah, yeah. Things, things are very different today than they were a couple days ago. <laughs> yes. Hello, you are listening to NPE Stories. This is a podcast where NPEs can share their story. I am your host, Lily, and I found out I was an NPE through an ancestry DNA test that changed my life forever. NPE is a term that stands for not parent expected or non-paternal event. This means that one or more of our parents are not who we believe them to be. NPE Stories is a podcast where NPEs can share their story of what their original family was like, how they found out they were an NPE, and what their journey has been like since the day they found out. Welcome to episode 25, where today I am talking to Brad. Hi, Brad. Hey, Lily. Thank you so much for doing this today. You bet. Should I call you Sergeant? No, just call me Brad. Please okay. just call me Brad. <laughs> okay, I will do that. Um, and, and fascinating line of work that you do, by the way. I saw you're on the the bomb squad. Is that correct? Yes. I, I have a lot of fun getting to do that. Oh, wow. Oh, I can only imagine. Oh my. Let us get to know a little bit about you. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what your original family was like and um, I guess how this started. Okay. So my original family, um, I grew up probably upper middle class family in Texas. I had a good childhood. Everything best I can tell you was completely normal. I had none of the feelings I've heard other people talk about, about I don't quite fit in here. I don't know what's different, but something seems different. I was an only child, so I didn't have any other siblings to compare myself to, but there was never that odd out of place feeling. I just kind of grew up, had friends, lived a pretty normal life. We lived in Texas our whole lives. And up until last year, I thought that my parents that raised me were the parents that created me and had me. And then just before St. Patrick's Day this past year, I found out through Ancestry that that was not actually correct. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. So you are an only child or you were an only yes. child. Okay. No yes. siblings. Well, yeah, no siblings that I knew of. It's that changed you knew since of. then. Yeah. Um, right. So through Ancestry, my wife and I did Ancestry is kind of a fun Christmas idea. I still to this day feel very naive about it just for the fact that I did it to kind of see lineage wise where I came from because that was something that my parents never discussed. And if I ever brought it up, they just kind of blew it off and didn't talk about it. It makes better sense knowing what I know now, but back then I didn't really know. Um, so we did it for fun and got our results back. I looked at my little map that said, you know, you come from here and here and here and here and looked at it, thought that was neat. My wife looked at hers and I closed it and I never looked at the ancestry again for probably two years. So as far as I was concerned, I was done with it. I had seen my map, saw what I wanted to see. My wife played around on a little bit doing some genealogy stuff, but I never really went back to it because I had seen the only answer I was looking for. Where I felt naive was 
I never really thought about, okay, if it's matching me and showing me where I came from, that it's actually matching me to other people in their, um, in their system. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I get science wise, that's what they were doing, but I just never really thought about all the implications that that could lead to. I just kind of thought, I'll see where I came from. That's that. So I never, where a lot of people look at their matches and suddenly realize, Oh, you know, I don't see the people I'm expecting to see on here. I literally looked at nothing but the map when I got it. I didn't look at matches. I never went back and looked at messages. I looked at it when we first got it, thought it was me and then closed it and kind of forgot about it. Interesting. Okay. You never looked at the matches section. No. Wow. Nope. Okay. Did, didn't even pay attention to, to it. Yeah. So, okay. So you closed it, you stopped thinking about it. So how did you find out you were an NPE? So this past St. Patrick's Day or the day before St. Patrick's Day, my wife, like I said, had stayed on it and played around with the genealogy part of it. She had talked to some of her family through the messenger aspect of it. And she, I guess she had never really looked at mine either because we used her account. So all of our data was on her account. Well, I guess before that, about two months before that, a lady contacted my wife and said, hey, I'm related to this person on your ancestry account, which was me. And I can't figure out how. So my wife said, you know, do you know this person? I was like, you know, I, I barely know like my first cousins. I mean, I know them, but we don't really keep track of each other. So anything past that, there's, there's no telling how I'm related to this person. Mm -hmm. So they talked back and forth a little bit and they tried to come up with an idea. And, you know, we said, you know, maybe you're related to my mom. Maybe there was another sibling out there because she was about the same age as my mom. So we didn't know if there was a half sibling or something else that we didn't know about back from then that might tie us all together. So she said, okay, well, I'll check into that. So she kind of went away. And then the day before St. Patrick's day last year, she messaged back and said, so I've done all my research and there's no way that I'm related to this person on your account's parents. I'm the same. I'm in the same age range. They were just about a year apart from each other, but we're not related. And we're and, my wife and I were actually out on a date and I, my wife's telling me, and I said, you know, I don't know what to tell her now. I've, I've tried to help. I'm not mad that she's asking. I just, I have no idea how we're related. Mm -hmm. And my wife and I, neither one had ever taken the step to go back. Like we probably should have and looked at the match to realize that this person messaging us is listed as a close match of either aunt, half sibling or something like that to me. So, we hadn't ever really paid attention to the match. We just knew that this lady was saying, Hey, I'm, a, I'm showing to be a relative. So we didn't understand how close of a relative it was actually showing up as. Hmm. So we were sitting at lunch. My wife was messaging back and forth with her. We were talking about it. And I finally said, well, you know, ask this lady what it is. She's trying to figure out what she thinks is going on and let's see where we can go with this. So my wife said, you know, I, I don't know what else to tell you. What, what is your thought on this? And they said, well, I'm going to tell you a story and it may not make any sense, but just hear me out. She said, my sister had a baby boy that was born in Texas on the day that's my birthday. And I think that's this person on your account. And the baby was given up for adoption immediately at birth. And I think this is the person on your account that I'm matching to. So my wife tells me this and I said, well, you know what I mean? I look just like my mom. I don't look like my dad, but I look just like my mom. So I don't think that's it. I think she's still off track. So why don't you ask her where this baby was born? I can go back and get my birth certificate 
out of the lockbox at home, look at it, and we can at least get her on the right track because I can at least tell her, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of baby boys born on the same day as me in Texas. So the odds of it being me, I'm still thinking are pretty slim. So she asks her, the lady says, well, I can't remember. I'll check. So I went home and got my birth certificate and I looked at it and that was the first time that I'd really noticed anything was odd or different on my birth certificate. And what I noticed was that it was issued from Travis County, which is Austin, the capital of Texas. That's not where I was born. And then where the spot for your place of birth is, where it normally has a hospital name or an address if you're born at a house, however it was done, mine just had a dash through it. So I thought, well, that's kind of weird. So then I got my birth certificate or my wife's birth certificate out. We were both born in Dallas, both born or both born in Dallas in the same year. And I thought, well, at least I'd have something good to compare it to. So when I got my wife's out, I noticed that her and my birth certificate couldn't look more different. Hers is all white with black lettering. Mine was all black with white lettering. Where mine wouldn't, didn't say where I was born. Hers said where she was born. Hers had her dad's signature on it. Mine didn't have my dad's signature on it. just had a name type, his name typed in. And then hers came from Dallas where mine came from Austin. Or from Dallas County and Travis County. So I thought that was kind of weird. But still didn't really have a good solid grasp on anything else was wrong. And I just thought maybe it was a copy. I didn't know what copies from back then looked like. So I thought, well, maybe this is just a copy. I'll just keep looking into it. So the more I thought about it, the other thing that kind of came to my head was thinking back about growing up. The only thing now amiss looking back, trying to figure it all out was that probably like everybody else's mom and dad, my parents have told every embarrassing story about me that I can remember to people. That I'm like, oh, I wish we were telling this story. <laughs> but when I really started going back through it, I had never once heard a story one about my mom being pregnant with me or the day I was born. There's never been any of those stories. I never got the standard mom guilt trip of I was in labor for you for this many hours and now you treat me like this. None, none of those ever happened. And I was like, well, that was kind of weird, but okay, still, still seems weird. So I asked my wife, I said, you know, do you remember any stories about me being born, my mom being pregnant? Cause we've got three kids. So I thought, you know, maybe at some point they shared stories and I just didn't hear them. And my wife was like, you know, no, we've never talked about that. That's kind of weird. And I said, yeah, me too. So now I'm, now I'm getting a little more curious and a little more concerned because things are starting to seem weird, but I still really thought, no, 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 everything's still fine. They're your parents. There's no other question and you'll get it figured out at some point. So in the meantime, the lady that we were talking to had messaged my wife again and told her that she couldn't remember the name of the hospital, but gave the address that she and her sister were living at at the time and said it was a hospital very close to there. It was a little one story hospital. It was more like a clinic than a hospital. And she was still trying to research the name of it but she couldn't remember that kind of threw me for a bigger loop because when she told us that I knew exactly what hospital she was talking about because I knew where she, the address or where she grew up or where she was living at the time that she was talking about, because that was probably two or three miles from my grandparents' house. And oddly enough, every time my parents would take me to visit my grandparents, we would go to that hospital and visit a doctor there. 
that I never understood why we went there. We would just, it was like a family friend. We'd go by and say hi. We'd hang out for a while. We'd talk when I was little. And when you're little, you just kind of go where your parents stay. Don't much about it. So I knew exactly where she was talking about. And I thought, well, that's really weird. I've been to that hospital over and over again when I was little for not, not for being sick, but just for a social visit. So that seemed kind of strange to me, but still I was pretty confident that things were still on the normal path and nothing weird was going on and I'd get this figured out. So the next morning, which was St. Patrick's day. Now I called a friend of ours from church that didn't know and she was adopted and said, you know, here's my deal. This lady's contacted us, thinks that I'm her sister's adopted son. We don't think so, but I've noticed my birth certificate, my wife's birth certificate look different. And that's kind of weird to me. So I'm just trying to figure out how you went through the process because she actually had found her birth parents at a point by getting her records unsealed and had gone through that whole process. I was like, how did you, how did you do that? How are you able to figure that out? And she said, well, what, what things are you noticing different? I said, well, my birth certificate and my wife's birth different. I think that's kind of odd. And she said, okay, well, do you mind sending me pictures of them? And I was like, no, I actually took pictures of them. So I texted her pictures of them. And then instead of texting me, she calls me and says, so we need to talk. And I was like, uh-oh, okay, what's going on? She said, well, I'm going to send you some pictures, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm pretty sure you're adopted. And oh. I thought, what? Oh. So she sends me pictures. And what I end up getting is a picture of her birth certificate that looks like a carbon copy of my birth certificate. They're both black. They both have a dash where we were born. They both don't have any signatures on them. She was born a year before me in Texas. Um, but she was also born in Texas, not in Austin or near Travis County, just like mine. Hers was issued from Travis County. It was about issued three or four days after she was born, just like mine was issued about, three or four days after I was born compared to my wife's who's got her issue date on that day in the county that she was born in. So she knows she's adopted. So now I'm looking at those two birth certificates thinking, well, it seems pretty apparent now that this may be where this is all going. Cause they're just, they, they looked, they look like carbon copies of each other just with different names on them. But the way they looked were so so exact that I was just staring at it going, I don't even know what to do now. So we talked about the idea of how she had unsealed records, how she was able to find all this out. And she asked, you know, have you asked your mom or dad yet? And I said, you know, I haven't yet. I'm trying not to stress them out or freak them out because up until now, this really didn't seem like a possibility. But now I'm looking back, realizing that I, I think that this all may be true, but I still want to kind of figure out a way to, get some more information because I don't want to just drop a bomb on them and be wrong and then have them freaking out that some lady thinks that we're related to each other. Hmm. So she explained to me how she'd unsealed her records and she told me, you know, it's not terribly hard to do, but in her version, she got very lucky. She said that when she got her record, she got a single sheet of paper that wasn't redacted that had a signature on it that she was able to decipher and read. And from that, she actually was able to backtrack and find her biological family. So that didn't sound very promising. So I finally decided I'll call my dad and set up a time where he and I can meet. My mom and dad are still married, but everyone saw my dad. I'll grab a beer, a cup of coffee. So I'll call him. 
tell them, Hey, let's meet for a cup of coffee or something. I wanted to ask you something. No big deal. So called my dad up. I'm at work. I make bad decisions. I decided to do all this at work, which wasn't the best place to do it. Call my dad from work and say, Hey, next time you're free and you've got a minute. I want to ask you something. I don't really want to ask you around mom, but I don't want you to worry about anything. Nobody's getting divorced. Nobody's sick. Nobody's broke. No kids are hurt. Everybody's fine. Just want to run a couple ideas past you that I, I want to get your advice on. It's like, okay, great. Why? And I'm like, oh, and we've had, we've done this a million times before and I've never had the why question come. Mm. So I'm like, well, it's just, it's not a good phone conversation. So it's not, it's not an emergency. Just next time I see you, I'll, I'll run it by you. Okay, great. But I still want to know why. And I'm like, I know. And I'll tell you when I see you. Well, but I hate walking into things blind. So can you tell me, can you give me any kind of hint about what it's about? And I was like, I can't really give you a hint without just telling you. And we probably circled that. It, it felt like an hour. It was probably more like two minutes of, I don't really want to do this on the phone. I know, but I want to, but why are we going to meet? I don't want to do it by the phone. Okay, but why are we going to meet? So we go round and round and round about it. And finally I said, I'm telling you, I don't want to do this on the phone, but you seem pretty determined to talk about this on the phone. And he's like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather just know. And I said, okay, so you remember that my wife and I did ancestry. He goes, Oh yeah, that, that was neat. I, you showed me the map. I said, yeah. I said, so this lady contacted us and said that she was related to me and we couldn't figure out how, but she was about the right age. So we thought that maybe she was mom's sister, cousin, half sister, something that nobody knew about. And he said, well, man, that's fascinating. I can't believe it. I said, yeah, but it turns out it's not that. And he goes, okay. Said so, so what she says is that I'm her sister's son and that y'all adopted me. And his answer to that was just, huh, and just dead silence on the phone. So I kind of felt like I had my answer then, but I couldn't really let it go. So I let us all sit in silence for a minute. And I said, so I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to like push buttons, but I feel like I know what the answer is now. But to make it real for me, you, you just going to have to say it out loud. Cause I can't just, I can't go with, huh? And he's like, well, so, um, we've been trying to figure out how to tell you, but yeah, we adopted you. So that's how I found out that I was adopted was a short phone call with my dad on St. Patrick's day while I was sitting at work. Oh my gosh. So oh. we talked, I'm trying to think what to say about it. Then we talked kind of briefly about it. And yeah. he said, he was actually out in the car and he said, well, I think I need to go home and talk to your mom. And I was like, yeah, you probably need to go talk to mom and let her know that the cat's out of the bag on this. I'm, I'm 40 or I was 49 when this happened. So, I mean, they've kept it a secret a long time and oh. just never said a word about it. So, oh, Brad, I'm, oh, my heart is just racing for you. I'm so sorry how shocking that must have been. It, it it was it turns the world upside down pretty quick. Oh, wow. it, I, like I said, I I literally had not the foggiest thought that this was ever an issue. Uh, if you ever saw a picture of my mom and I, I look like a taller, bigger version of my mom. Face wise, we look alike. We have same hair, same eyes. We we look like stamped out versions of each other. So, wow, it was never ever a thought that crossed our mind. So I got, got done with that phone call and called my wife and was like, so that lady that's been messaging you back and forth, she's like, yeah, I was like, so she's right. 
and we didn't know what we were talking about. So I guess tell her that she's probably right. We, I, you know, I still didn't know for sure how this all fit together, but yeah, we're definitely related and I'm not at all ready to talk to her yet. Not mad at her, but I'm just, this is going to take me a little while. I said, if you, if you want to talk to her and actually I'd like you to talk to her because I need some kind of information buffer and you're my safe place. So I can come ask you questions and you can tell me things, but I'm not ready for the information overload to talk to her. Yep. And my wife was really cool. She's like, absolutely. I'll talk with her. I'll chat. And when you want to know stuff, just come ask. There's stuff you want to know that I haven't found out. I'll find out for you and kind of give it to you in bits and pieces like you want. I was like, okay, great. So she contacted her, told her that, you know, it looked like that I was actually your sister's son, like she said. They started a conversation. I met my parents. Well, actually, so they started a conversation. That was, I guess, a Friday that all this happened. And so over the weekend, I kind of learned my backstory as far as how I came to be from my wife. She gave me bits and pieces over over the couple days. And then on the Monday, I met with my parents and, you know, my, they wanted to sit down and make sure that I was clear that I, I'm sure you've probably heard this at least once that nothing has changed. Everything's still the same. I'm like, well, no, everything's changed, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I understand what you're trying to say, but yeah, yeah. Things, things are very different today than they were a couple days ago. <laughs> yes. So we talked for a couple hours back when I was born, I was born in 1970 adoption apparently was way different than it is now. I have a friend that's adopted a couple kids and know the process and the stuff that she's gone through. It turned out that I was a private adoption. Um, my birth mother was living with her sister, the one that found us at the time, got pregnant, wouldn't talk about who the father was and eventually had um, went to the hospital that I that they described where I was born. What it turned out was the doctor that she went to see was a family friend, was the doctor that my parents used to take me to go visit all the time. He was a family friend. This lady went there and said, I'm having a baby. I want to give it up for adoption. He says, well, I actually know some people that were wanting to adopt a a child. Apparently, my parents couldn't have kids. So they had talked to this doctor and said, you know, at some point, we'd love to adopt a baby. We just don't even know how to go through that process. So. The doctor calls my parents and says, well, if you really do want to adopt a child, I've got a lady that wants to give a baby up for adoption. So they go through that, go through whatever process it was back then. But on the day I was born, my birth mom and her sister showed up at the hospital. My parents showed up at the hospital with the attorney that had done all the paperwork about me. And the only person that went in the hospital was the doctor, my parents' attorney, and my birth mom. And everybody else had to sit out in the parking lot and however long labor and everything took when I was born, the doctor and my parents' attorney walked out, handed me to them in the parking lot and said, there's your baby. And off they went. So they never met my birth mom, knew no backstory about me whatsoever other than they adopted me. It was, everything was totally closed and private. So short of the doctor and the attorney doing all the back and forth with it. They knew nothing of my story. Mm. So, and I'll get to it or probably most of it, but so I kind of filled them in on my story and 
we talked about how, you know, y'all are still my parents. I mean, at the end of the day, I've literally never been with anybody other than them. I didn't start any time in foster care, spend time with one set of parents and another set of parents. I left the hospital the day I was born with my parents that raised me. So always my parents, but now there's a whole nother little wrench to this. So it, let's see, my biological mom died. I think 19 years before I found out she died at 49. Oh, wow. So she, she had already passed away. She had lung cancer. She's a lifelong smoker and okay. died of lung cancer. So she died pretty young, but yeah, I guess if you smoke a lot for your whole life, that still happens to you. So yep. oh. what prompted all of this was it, it's funny and it's, it's weird. I, I grew up in an age where there weren't always cell phones and Facebook and FaceTime and all that good stuff. So Nowadays, stuff like this is very hard to keep a secret. Back then, the only people that knew I was adopted were my parents and my mom's parents because they lived in Dallas and helped set all this up. My dad never told his parents as far as they were concerned. My mom got pregnant and they had a baby and they just didn't see him over the pregnancy. He didn't tell any of he didn't tell his brother. Literally nobody knew but my parents and my mom's and my mom's parents. And they lived out of state when they adopted me, moved back to Texas a few months after they adopted me. And at that point it was just, you know, a young man and woman show up that are married with a child. Nobody asked really any questions about where the kid came from. <laughs> no. So at that point, it's easy just to never talk about it again. So they never told anybody. My aunt that was the one that contacted us through Ancestry was starting. She's, she's in her seventies now. And she was just getting concerned at some point that if the only people that knew on my biological mom's side was my three aunts, she had three other sisters. And I think her brothers knew too, but really she was closer with the sisters. So the sisters all knew the only sister that knew that I was given up for adoption was the one that found me on ancestry right up until my mom or my biological mom got really sick. And then before she died, she told her other two sisters about giving me up for adoption, but she never told anybody else. She didn't tell her husband that she was married to for 20 years. Didn't tell her kids. That was just, she never spoke of that again. She never told anyone her kids or husband that she had had a, a child previous. Right. Had, had had a child and given it up for adoption. Okay. So her husband that she was married to up until the day she died, they were married for 20 years or so. Never told them. The aunts never told any of the kids. Everybody just kind of didn't talk about it anymore. So my aunt explained and there's, it, it's one of it's family. So there's, a multitude of versions of why she decided to go on this quest to find me. Her, her version is that she wanted to make sure that if I ever came looking that I wouldn't just come up to dead ends because basically the three of them were all getting older that knew. And if they all died, there was really nobody else that knew about me other than my parents. Hmm. And so she just wanted if I ever went looking, she decided that she wanted to have that information out there. 
So when she did Ancestry, I popped up as a match. And she said that she did a little Facebook checking and stalking. And like I said, I have a friend that's adopted a couple of kids. It's very expensive now, so they do all kinds of fundraisers and stuff. One time they did a fundraiser that was T-shirts. So it said support adoption on it. And I'm on Facebook wearing that shirt. So she said that once she saw me on Facebook wearing that shirt and knew I had done Ancestry DNA, her assumption was that I was actually out looking for family. And that's why she reached out and contacted us. Mm. Mm-hmm. She It never occurred to her that, no, we were just looking at a map and I had no idea that any of this was going on. Mm-hmm. So um, I instantly gained... And I'll, I'll get to my birth father's side too, because there's a lot, there's a lot longer story there really. But on birth mom's side, I instantly gained three aunts and a brother, a half brother and half sister. And then a few cousins. We have all lived um, less than an hour away from each other. My cousin that I've gotten to know works in a building that's about a mile from the building I work out of. So I mean, we've all been in just close proximity, probably past each other places and just didn't know each other, who each other was. Wow. Have you been in contact then with that um, maternal half brother and half sister? Yes. I've met my half sister. She was actually the first one that I met. And then since then I've met, the three aunts, my cousin, I haven't met the maternal half brother just because he lives a little bit further away and he has a job that takes him all over the place. And we've never been both off of work in the right place at the right time to get face to face with each other. We've talked by text. We've talked by Facebook. We've talked on the phone. We've just never laid eyes on each other yet, mm-hmm. but everybody else it's, it's been really both sides of the, family has been very nice where a lot of people come into this and everybody is very standoffish. Everybody has been super welcoming. I get invited over all the time. People text and call and check in all the time. Everybody's been nothing but warm and welcoming. So wonderful. Um, it, that, that's been really cool. My sister is awesome. Love her dearly. I'm thrilled ever in my life. She's been over to our house a couple times. We've been over to her house a couple times. Like, all grown people, we work and it gets hard to get schedules put together. We can, we try to get together. So it's been really, it's been a huge blessing. It's been really neat. On my birth father's side, I gained another half brother who lives an hour away at the most, works about 30 minutes away. We've all been just right by each other. Oddly enough, my, so I've got a half sister and half brother on mom's side, mm-hmm. half brother on dad's side. The mom of my half brother on dad's side actually works at the same city I work for. Mm. And hadn't, like I said, we had no idea that I existed. So I, I probably ought to back up. When my mom got pregnant with me, she also didn't tell my birth father. So he found out about me at the same time I found out about him. Oh. So he he got the shock of, oh, by the way, you have an additional son that you didn't know about. Uh-huh. Okay. So he's um, he's alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Bir- birth father's alive. Birth father's in prison. He's been in prison for 47 years now. Really? 
yeah. So we'll, I'll, I'll get to all that, but yeah, so he, he's alive. He's in prison. Um, my aunt that found me was once upon a time married to my birth father and got divorced. And then he had a relationship with her sister and that's where I came to be. And that's probably why my sister, why my mom was, why she just didn't want to talk about that. Okay. okay. Do I have to do that again? Cause sometimes that gets confusing. But yes, so okay, so he was. So my aunt. Yep. My, say it again. My my birth father is my aunt's ex-husband. Got it. Okay. So, and then was with your mother and yeah, conceived so, you. Um, okay. Yeah, and conceived me. Okay. That all happened. She never told. Uh, if I need to explain it more, tell me because I know. No, I that write it all down and get it straight. But, wow. Oh wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The mom of my paternal brother works in the same city I do. I knew her. I didn't know that they were still in contact or anything. What ended up happening was when my aunt found me, she told me, well, so your birth father or your biological father is in prison. He's been in prison for a long time. They do have email in prison. You can contact him if you want to. Everybody gets it if you don't want to. Um, um, I, you know, I'm a police officer. I said, I've talked to people who have been in prison before. It's, I don't freak out. That's not that big of a deal. So sure, I'll talk to him. So I've gotten pretty good over the past year at sending really awkward emails of, so apparently we're related and we should talk to each other. <laughs> so I sent him one of those and we talked a little bit and we, messaged, we emailed back and forth and he said, well, I think you know your brother's mom and I'm like I don't see you know how that's possible and he tells me this lady's name and he's like and she works in the same city you do and it's I, I don't want to hear everybody's information out on here but it's a very unique name mm-hmm. and I'm like there's there's no way that that's this person because I know who he's talking about I know her I've talked to her a jillion times and so then I send her a message I'm like hey so I'm talking to this person that says he's already told you about me and I'm trying to be very vague. I'm doing it on work Mm -hmm. email to her. I'm like, and so he says that we should talk and I barely hit send on the email before she called me. It's like, Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. He's told me all about you. I'm like, so this is real. It's really you. It's like, Oh yes, yes. I'm, I'm your brother's mom and I'm excited. Let me text you a bunch of pictures of your brother and your birth father and all this stuff. So I got a phone full of pictures from her. So after I talked to her and I talked to a birth father in prison in jail by email, I met my half sister that went amazingly well, super cool girl. Um, she's I think two or three years younger than me. I didn't really see it. My wife took, my wife came with me. We, she took pictures of us and it wasn't until I saw the pictures that it really took my breath away. And I was like, Oh, good Lord. I mean, we look exactly like. Wow. And I, I couldn't see it sitting across the table. But once my wife showed me the picture, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. And kind of the same thing with my brother. I met him somewhere else. We had a few beers. We talked, had a picture taken. And once I saw the picture beside by side, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I can totally see that. And I'd gotten some pictures of my biological father and mother from aunt and from my aunt on the mom's side. and. And from my lady I work with, it's 
still with my biological father. So she'd sent me pictures and I was able to kind of see, I mean, yes, if you see a picture of my biological mom, there's no question that I'm related to her. When you see a picture of my biological dad, there's no question I'm related to him. So that was all kind of settled. I met brother or sister on mom's side, brother on dad's side, got along great with both of them. Oddly enough, my brother on my dad's side, is also a cop. He's been a cop about as long as I have, just a little bit shorter. Oh, wow. We've actually worked for when we both started out, we worked for the same department. We missed each other by about two years. I left and went somewhere else two years before he came there and started working there. And then he left and went somewhere else. But I would be willing to put a lot of money on. He and I have gone to schools together and done things and just never knew each other existed. <laughs> so... I think we've probably crossed paths over and over again and just didn't know. That's amazing. I know your birth father's in prison, but have you gotten a chance to meet him or is that a possibility? Yes. So I did that last weekend, I think. Wow. How did that go? So it went really well. I mean, it, it was a shocker. He is in in the penitentiary in Louisiana, he got convicted of murder back in 1972 and he's been in prison ever since then. So. Wow. I was able to set up a visit with him. It was fairly overwhelming just because coming from out of state, I was allowed, they call it an all day visit. And I literally got there at about eight o'clock in the morning and I left at four twenty that afternoon. Mm. So it was overwhelming just in, it was so much information all at once, but you couldn't take a phone in there. You couldn't have pen, you couldn't have paper. So I literally sat there just trying to memorize everything he was telling me because I knew that we could email back and forth, but I'd come visit again, but it would be a little bit. And it was just, it was like drinking out of a fire hose. It all happened so fast and there was just so much and so little bit of time but I feel like a lot of it I'm still trying to remember. Hmm. So the visit was great. He was the first person that when I saw him, it was a big shocker because I immediately saw the resemblance when he walked in and it was very odd to say, okay, so that's what I'll look like at 75. It's, I mean, it, it was like looking at older me and I was like, Oh, well, that is really weird because I've <laughs> not had that experience yet. We talked, he talked about things he did before he went to prison. He was in a motorcycle gang, did a laundry list of bad stuff, had no clue that I happened. He found out when my aunt found me on Ancestry, she emailed him and told him that she believed that this was, that I was his son and asked if it was okay if I contacted him. And that's how he and I started talking. Since then, I've uploaded um, my DNA to a few other sites and was actually able to get a stronger match to his sister than I did to my birth mom's sister. So mm-hmm. I'm confident now that I've got that there's nobody else out there. He and I talked. I was like, is there anybody else age range wise? Did you have a brother? He said, no, it's just me. So if I match that closely to his sister, just like I did to my aunt on my mom's side then that's, that's the only two people it can be at that point. Mm-hmm. So that got all put to bed. Um, 
the meeting was really good. It, it was very interesting to meet somebody that personality wise was honestly very close to me. I stopped him at one point when he was telling me something. I said, it's really weird because I feel like you're sitting over there talking about me to me when you talk about how you think about things. Mm-hmm. And he said, really? I said, yeah, it's really, it's a very weird feeling because I, I get right where you're coming from. I understand what you're saying. So that, that was very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I'm at now. I go to counseling every week. I've listened, I've listened to most of your podcasts. The one thing I want to make sure I throw out at some point is I've heard different people talk about counseling. Somebody recently I just listened to talked about, it was very hard to find the right counselor that does this. All I did was look for a counselor that I clicked with and that I felt comfortable talking to too. I wasn't so worried about the specialty of the NPE side of it. I felt like from the NPE Facebook groups and stuff that I've been in it, affects everybody differently so i don't feel like even if you understand if you have talked to other npes that you really know what hits me versus what's affected you or anybody else so i just really hunted for somebody that i felt comfortable talking to yeah nice so i go every week and i try to sort through this this the best i can i'm still i mean i'm i'm almost next month will be a year in and i'm still sorting through it wow well you have so much to sort through your your story is amazing and i know it's still going on and thank you so much for for sharing all this today that's um what what a shock and how amazing so much you've learned in this last year yeah i've i've, I've aged quite a bit in a year <laughs> that's a good way to put it brad if people want to hear more about your story or ask you any questions can they do that? And if so, how can they find you? Um, let me see. The easiest way is probably through, um, I'd say Instagram is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me because all my email seems to get bogged down with stuff. I'm on Instagram as Brad1407. So if anybody messages me through there, we can figure out an email that would work or something. Okay. So the handle for Instagram is Brad1407. Thanks again to Brad for sharing today. These stories are here for us to identify with. If you are an NPE that would like to share your story, email npestories at gmail.com. You do not have to give any identifying information. If you are an NPE and would like to share your story, I'd like to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast to hear more. Come heal with us. Thank you.